previously on the Arius Adventures. So Nim uh, reaches under his desk and pulls out this little bowl filled with uh, paper sheets. If you had to give a piece of life advice to somebody, what would it be? Bite her neck. Uh, who is the best looking member of the party and why is it you? Who the fuck is watching me and thinking that? <laughs> this next one is for uh, the, the entire group. How far do you plan on adventuring together? I don't want to stop anytime soon. They're like my family now. So for the question of how long I plan on doing it, however long it takes us to get back home, considering we're not on Io anymore. You don't like us? I do, strangely, like you folk. Yay! But I'm old. I can only take so much of this shit. This has been a breath of fresh air, I will admit. Rasheem looks to the others and just goes, He likes us. <laughs> Who doesn't like What's us? What's not there? Yeah, exactly. What's not there to like? Don't push your fucking luck. <laughs> I do have uh, a room off to the side where, where you guys can uh, rest up. And if any need healing, uh, more than what a rest uh, would do, I have some medical facilities as well. I think that would be good. Rasheem <laughs> just like looks at Crowley, Crowley and, and... Yeah. Crowley still looks, I will say this, guys, Crowley still looks awful, and you see per like, he's kind of leaning up against Percy. And the, this magical device will heal him of all of his wounds. It, it may take some time, though. So while you guys are resting, by, by the time you guys have, have rested, he should be fully cured. Oh. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah. Crowley, get naked. Thank you, Mr. Nim. So yeah, do you guys all settle in and thank Nim? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Good night, Papa Nim. <laughs> you, you all are most welcome. I uh, hope you have a, a good rest. And with that, Nim and his kobold minions follow him out the door and leave you guys to your rest. The last time when we played, uh, we have been hanging out in not Arius and not even on Io, but we've been hanging out in some other plane of unknown sorts with a whimsically mysterious wizard by the name of Nim and his kobold minions. Um, he rescued you guys when you were in a tight pinch as the sands of time were basically collapsing around you. It almost went horribly wrong for y'all. You found out that you had a small fan following as this guy and his minions have been apparently watching you and other adventurers across Io and Arius. And uh, yeah, so he brought you guys here to rest and get safe for a little bit and also hooked you up with some uh, pretty sweet items to help you along your journey. It also appears that he knows some of what is a little bit going on in the world, perhaps. 
Uh, he divulged some information about retina and drachna that seemed to be going on um, and playing into current events for you guys. And yeah, and he's also helping you out with uh, Wizard Crowley, who suffered, um, well, he died and then was quickly brought back. And he's been having a bit of trouble recovering from that experience. So Nim he's has... from a case of unalive. <laughs> unalive, exactly. So luckily with Nim's help, he has been helping. He hooked you guys up with basically a, a fantasy back to tank. To, to heal you guys up, to heal him up. So I think when we last left off, you guys had just gotten through identifying these very special items and had just settled down for the night to rest, correct? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. All right, so you guys can go ahead and mark on your character sheets or whatever that you guys have recovered a full long rest. Oh, so yeah. HP's back, spell slots are back. Hallelujah. All, all that fun jazz is back for y'all. Finally. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was almost getting kind of tough for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> with some, with some spells. Yeah, Hello. spell slots were getting kind of low for a couple of y'all. Yeah. Only for people who don't use magic or not use magic. Adam, I was gonna say, Tagoro, you do use magic. You're a barbarian with Yeah, but um, I don't rely on it. I'm not a bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. I have the power of my god on my side. I don't know what you're talking about. First off, okay, ew. Okay. <laughs> ew. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> and Farron, you work for a magical government. <laughs> and? And you interact with magic quite a bit. Yeah, I also work in a magical prison <laughs> where all the bad magic people go. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably a little predispositioned to uh, not like mages. Hey, listen, do you have a spell that you can use? Do I? Yeah, you have bonfire. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> That this is the episode where we become super racist to magic users. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we find out Farron is just 1% magic user. Only a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if to claim it on government paperwork. <laughs> it's not enough. You need at least three levels. No. Damn it. <laughs> Alrighty, so when you guys find yourselves waking up for the day... There is a fresh breakfast laid out over on the, you know, continental breakfast style buffet thing. Some fresh cereal, juice boxes, you know, Belgian waffles that you put in a toaster, that sort of thing. What the fuck is a toaster? I don't know. This is Nim's workshop, man. Juice. is fascinated. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he just sits in front of the toaster and just like pushes down the handle. Just watch it pop up again. <laughs> oh. I think the, fir the first time it happens, it startles her. And I she, would like, imagine so. <laughs> and the, jumps across the, handle, the room. Like, pinches the tail of the little dragon that's inside this metal box. And it's oh, like, no! spewing flames <laughs> to heat up whatever's <laughs> inside. Oh, that's it. awesome. Fantasy toaster. That's fantastic. 
So, all right. So as you guys are kind of getting around for the day and everything, you hear the sounds of tinkering and skittering going out in the main area of the workshop. You can only assume that perhaps Nim and his minions are probably already out and about while you guys wake up for the day. Uh, do you guys talk to each other and make a plan? So what, what do y'all want to do? Preferably go the fuck back home. Yeah, we need to figure out how to get out of here. Yeah, we gotta go home as soon as we can and try to save Miss Isle. Yeah, that's kind of first priority. Well, luckily, once we get into back into our world realm, I don't know what you would technically classify this as, but I can scry for her, so I can do that for sure. That'll be good. Well, let's eat up, talk to Nim, get Crowley, and um, get going back home. Yeah. Does anyone else get the feeling that we actually should have died if it wasn't for Nim? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we were all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that guy, by the way? Oh, yeah. The dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the one prisoner he captured. Uh, that co that one little kobold has been like vigilantly watching. Yeah, he's, he's tied like, up. Yeah, we tied his ass up. He's like in a in a special room, tied up, like constantly under surveillance with this little kobold. He well, also has not the knockout. forget about him. He also has the knockout um, bracers on. Yep. So he's doing well. The manacles. Yep. All right, so yeah, I think that's what the party will do. We'll get with Nim as soon as we're done eating and ha ha funny handcuffs. Get all <laughs> yeah, the ha ha funny handcuffs. <laughs> get out. All of right, here. so as you guys gather up your things, um, you can go ahead and make your way out into the main room if you like. Let's do uh, so. Think, yeah, Ethan, will do that. I think everybody else Any to breakfast it? not eaten or taken, I take. Of course. <laughs> of course you do. He's a big boy. He's a growing lad. Exactly. All right. And uh, Nim, what do they find when they step back out into the main room? A uh, motorcycle. Well, <laughs> Nim's sitting behind his desk and, and the, the, the kobolds are kind of working around the room and he, he, he notices that you guys are emerging from the, the sleeping quarters and kind of waves. And oh, how how are you guys feeling? Better. Very well, thank you. Great. Lots better. Mm. I think Mister Farron is still a little grumpy. <laughs> You've come to realize it's a uh, constant state of being. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I should feel about that statement. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I mean, so, the longer we wait in here, the more uh, Gary and that gets to rank up in the system, so I understand why you can be grumpy. <laughs> Was that supposed to be a comforting thought? Because if so, you suck at it. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, well, Good job, Garrus. <laughs> That's what I thought. Sorry about that. I'm sure Mr. Garyan is doing great. He better be or I'll skin him alive. 
Oh no! Oh, Garrus tries to like desperately try to comfort Farron, like he puts his hand on his shoulder and is like, "Please don't touch me." Okay, uh, but oh, um, uh, here, have a white candle. Um, <laughs> this is what I do that comforts me. All you have to do is pray for it, and Voltus will hear your wishes, and he will complete uh, your prayers as best as he can. Aaron looks like he's about to say something that might be a, a little rude, but he kind of just bites his tongue and takes the candle. Aw, <laughs> fantastic. Character development. He <laughs> it in his pouch where it's probably going to be forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Don't worry, in your darkest times, it will probably come to the best aid you'll ever need. I think my chainsword will do that first. Right. Yeah, just think of how, if you're in your darkest times, it'll light up your way and everything. I have a spell for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Garrus is trying his fucking hardest. <laughs> try him best. I mean, how bad is Garion at taking charge? I mean, come on. Not. He's honestly not terrible. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of looking at it. Notice how I didn't say good, though. I'm not okay. Oh, Garrus walks away and <laughs> just just kind of like ponders. Look, off man, and even have the conversation. A lot has happened in a very short amount of time for Farron that he never That's expected or was prepared to deal with. He's he's a little out of sorts right now. That's fair. Oh, so wow. Deal with oh, a dude. boomer. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like, poses. A glass half empty type of person. Right now, yes. <laughs> well, that's going on. Manny's talking to Nim about Crowley, making sure he's all right. Uh, sure. Why don't Why don't we uh, go and check on him in the, uh, the 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 medical room? Oh, okay. Lead the way. Le- leads him over. And Nim. Once they get up to the the medical vet, Nim kind of checks on some readings and wow. Before you guys raised him, he he must have been like not mostly dead, but extra dead. He he's he uh, he still needs some time in this tank. Oh, how much time? Yeah, he was pretty dead. Well, I not not pretty dead. He he was extra dead before you guys revived him. It, it's it's gonna be quite a while longer uh, before he fully recovers from this. Mm-hmm. Now I can I can take care of him here uh, while he recovers. If you guys need to, you know, continue on with your ad- adventuring and, and and whatnot, um, and then you know, send him right after you once once he's uh, fully recovered. Percival comes up next to you, Manny, and is just like, "I'll stay too," and. You know, if I, you know, I'll keep an eye on him as well. If if that's all right, Mister Nim. Uh, yeah, I don't mind. We've got plenty of space here. What is it with this kid and messing with time magic? What me? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> the tower has time altering shit. Now he wants to stay here. That has time altering stuff. I just—he's my mentor. Wait, I have an idea. What if 
Farron stays too. No. <laughs> and, then, and then the Ram Pack teleported somewhere else. I mean, that's up to Farron if. There's no way he's going to do that. He will not. <laughs> but the thing is, we don't really need to go to Vivandi. Yes, we do. Where Why? else would we go? Because all of our friends are there. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I mean, we, and we could use their resources to find everything out about how why we were almost going to die. Yeah, but we have no Crowley. It's a, it's a council. Crowley. There's other members. Crowley Schmally. Let's just go. There's Dwarf Crowley, Woman Crowley. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Glad you know them all by name. Cobalt Crowley, Gnome Crowley. <laughs> Gnome Crowley, Crowley with a wife for a wife, Crowley. They're all there. Sword Crowley. Sword Crowley, yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Love that guy. Love that guy. <laughs> Alright, then I guess we go to Vivandi. Yeah, I guess so. Then uh, what, though? get to Vivandi, meet up with friends, then search for Io. Uh, yeah. I can scry for her. Okay. We gotta try to find her as fast as we can. That's true. All-powerful god, do you know where Io is? You asking me? I'm asking Nim. Oh, Nim. <laughs> Figured he was. Do I know where Io is? Yeah, can you turn your TV on and find out? What the fuck is a TV? What is a TV? I'm I'm not sure where Io is. I pray to you. I think we're just gonna have to get back to Io. Is the thing. It'll be sad to go though. He's really cool here. I mean, you could just retire your character and stay here and vibe. <laughs> I'm sure that's totally fine. <laughs> right. Fuck, fuck Arius and everything that's going on there, right? <laughs> if we do that, can you open a portal so I can grab Fiora? <laughs> I was kidding, idiot. <laughs> oh. And my children. You don't know. You have kids? Yeah, okay. I, I have Ramathorn, who's an iron oh. ram. Okay. I have Edab, who I adopted, and then I have my little new one. That's a dragon. A, a dragon? Yeah, it's like a crystal dragon. It's like the rarest... It's like the son of the emperor dragon or something. I don't know. Farron is just like Farron is just like casting, just glances full of despair around at everybody. <laughs> He's just like, how do you let him go by himself anywhere? It just happens. <laughs> Again, he's the reasonable one. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't. He's usually the one whose where... plans they follow. I'm usually the plan maker. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss you, new Jesus. Well, actually, I have a quick question for the yep. DM. Yep. If Manny were to obtain something here, could he potentially, like, plane shift here? Because it's, like, another plane of existence. I mean, we have all of our weapons and as stuff. As I have something that attuned to this plane, that's all it says. Um, well, if you ever need to get back here, I'll, I'll be watching. That is true. That is true. He is technically the watcher. 
All right. Well, thank you again so much, Nim. <laughs> Not a problem at all. I'm Who's happy to help. Him? Thank you very kindly, Nim. May Fultz so guide you. Here's the question, though. How exactly are you going to leave this place that you're not really sure where it's at? Are you going to try uh, to use plane shift? I thought no one's going to help us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounded like you guys were just getting ready to, like, I don't know, click your heels together three times and... No, we. I think we were just indicating, like, hey, we're oh, ready to go now. Okay, my bad. I mean, it my worked for apologies. that bitch from Kansas. Why wouldn't it work for us? <laughs> it's Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, sure just a state. I, I wouldn't go Poor Baron. <laughs> this is all just a fever dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> we wake up, all of our weapons are gone. Dang it! <laughs> Baron is going to go through a phase when this is all done. <laughs> so I, I guess if, if you guys are, are ready to go back home, we can we can head to the, uh, the portal room where you guys came in here from. Wow. Where we came from? Okay. And then he <laughs> he sort of walks you guys down into the, the portal room, which is also being used for storage. Uh, and against one of the back walls is a giant like stone ring. Um, and near it, there, there's sort of a little uh, dial. Uh, and he, he starts to fiddle with it and starts stroking his beard. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't think I can send you back to exactly where you came from. Let me see what locations uh, I can get you to. Let's see. Okay. I've got four that I can see that are coming up. And as he as he turns the dial... The sort of uh, shimmering image appears inside the circle. Um, the the first one uh, looks like a, a circle of tents in a field. It might be a circus. <clears throat> um, what else do we have? He, he sort of <laughs> rotates the dial again, uh, and then we've got a, a, a rocky coastline. Do. Uh, that has a, a, a castle um, on it with a, looks like a, a very cold uh, ocean near it. Ooh. Oh, but we're not really ready for um, the cold. And let's see. Uh, the next one kind of clicks over. There's a there's a whole bunch of like bioluminescent flowers and plants. Uh, and a, a big old willow tree. It looks like a, a, a dense forest that looks very strange. And then, let's see, the last one that I can attune to, it looks like there's a, 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 a beach coastline with, uh, it looks like a, a, a city in the distance. Well, can, um, Mr. Nim, can, can you go back to the, the castle? The castle, okay, kind of clicks over, and okay, so we're uh, sorry, Cassie. Does mm -hmm. does that castle look like the one that Roshin saw when they came here? Cause we all got like those little visions, and we saw like places. Actually, and, like, uh, Roshin, once he clicks back, and you see it, 
it does almost look exactly like the vision that you saw when you guys were trapped in that sandstorm. You see um, really dark waves crashing ac across this like very rocky, uh, icy coastline. And not only is there this castle, now that you're able to see it clearer through this portal that Nim is showing you, you see there's also a city that the castle seems to be like at the the highest point of this rocky coast. Hell yeah. Rosine gets very, very excited and she she kind of brightens up and she she looks up at the others and she points at it and she's like, I saw that! I I saw that when we came here, when when we were in, in the sand. Oh uh, I, I saw Mr. Fair in there. Hmm. And Tagoro, I think it was you, Tagoro, that saw the tents. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So that also strikes. I saw the sands. Exactly. And then I'm trying to remember who saw the sandy, beach-like coastline. I don't remember. I just took my. I just took notes on my thing. Yep, that's <laughs> fine. And uh, also the forest as well. So yeah, each of you who saw those places recognize it as Nim seems to click back and forth between the images. Hmm. I wonder which uh, one we should go with. I mean, all of them pre look pretty far from the Vivandi. In fact, I don't even recognize any of those places. Wait, you saw me at the castle? Yeah. Well, I... it was. It appeared behind him. Yeah. 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 I saw. I saw it behind you. When when we were in the sand. You were standing right in front of the it. castle at all? Um, you can make a history check if you'd like. Oh boy! I think I'm good at that. 15? Not um, history. That's, that's actually not that bad, Farron. It sounds, the, the description and location strikes you as somewhere along the uh, northwestern part of Arius. Uh, it the description of it and the location, the architecture that you're able to make out, is very dwarven. So it looks like this might be a dwarven kingdom. You're not sure which one without actually going there and maybe like. And I've never been there. Before. You've never, you've never actually been there, but you recognize like the architecture and and yeah. just like this would be somewhere in the northern in the north of Arius. I vote for any civilization. So the tent or kingdom? Well, there are two kingdoms. There was the cold coast and the sunny coast. I mean, I would guess that all of them are at least a little important since we all saw them. Or True. Since we saw all of them. Pre-warn you, if I have, if we go to one that is a human one and I know about it, I may have to murder some bitches there. Just pre-warn oh, y'all. Why? Let's <laughs> remember you're standing next to basically a medieval prison warden. That's cool. Uh, these bitches deserve it though. They're dirty, 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 dirty humans. And I don't mean like all humans are dirty. These are like the worst of the worst. I'll explain it later. Okay. I have I have every right to kill them, by the way. Um. Uh, 
We'll we'll see about that tomorrow. But anyway, okay, I'm just saying, just put a pin in it. If it happens, just don't be surprised if someone gets an axe in the face. Just saying. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Listen, we'll, I, I what, will what? I will handle Tagoro. Okay. We just need to make a decision. Okay. Listen, on our map, we have a northern location that we have to go to for Garrus's armor. So maybe that's the place. For the brown wizard i mean we could go there real quick we don't necessarily know if it requires ingredients like roshane's situation well at least we could find out also he seems really knowledgeable so we can That's learn a lot true. of information from him if we can get to the right place we can find out more information can you cast message to either Naomi or anybody in the group to tell them where we are? Once we get on IO, yes. Okay. Does Does anyone recognize any of the other places? I rolled a natural one, so Ooh. no. I can try. You can go ahead and roll, Manny. Uh, is that history? Yeah. I'll even give you an advantage. So that's an 18. So the other places, the forest, you have absolutely no idea. Um, and you do agree with Baron that, that you've never been to the Dwarven Kingdoms, but based off of like what you've learned in your own travels, that that does sound about like the right description that it would be in one of the dwarven kingdoms what looks like the more sunny coastal region you're not a hundred percent sure but you're guessing it would have to be somewhere in southern areas perhaps one of the human or another gnome kingdom but you're not quite sure definitely not fizz park or smignigan um as for the tents out in the field you 100% recognize that and it hits you like a kick in the gut those colors those colorful tents the markings on them and everything you you know without a doubt what that is and where that's at yeah I don't really recognize any of these places <laughs> and I do know that the place that Farron was talking about was Dwarven. So, uh, maybe they're the best bet? Can I make an inside check on that? <laughs> because yeah. if it hit him, like, unless he rolls really high deception. Yeah, I mean, Manny, if you're lying to the group, go ahead and make a deception check, and then I'll open it up to everybody uh, to make insight checks to see if uh, Natural anyone... 20. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. 29. So, Manny, you rolled a what? A 22? 22. So you, oh. as I, as the picture, <laughs> as the picture goes to the tents, Manny just kind of stares at it a little bit longer than the others. Rasheen has no yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> Manny just kind of goes, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. It's like quickly turned to the next picture. Garrus will remember that. <laughs> so maybe the dwarven one? What y'all think? To the brown wizard! Maybe. Okay. We'll Potentially see. the brown wizard. Oh, we, oh. Watch him not even be home. 
real real quick, Cassie actually do huh? Would I have any chance at recognizing the forest? Just since um, was in a forest. You, I don't know. You can mm, If not, we'll that's put fine. it this way. It it definitely you recognize it as a forest, but not any of the ones you remember growing up in when you were a kitsune okay. or during your time wandering as a clemente. Okay, that was that was it. That was uh, Tagoro, fun. did you want to make an insight check or anything else? I made a history check for, uh, I got a 16 on that. Okay. okay. On um, anything. I don't really travel, so I didn't think anything, but... Well, I didn't know if the human one would stand out. The, 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 the southern coastal one does stand out. Um, didn't I see some visions from the Grim Reaper you, or my mother? You did, and it doesn't... It, it, it looks like the architecture looks human, but you're not sure if this is the kingdom that your mother spoke of or another one. But from what you're able to tell, this might be a human kingdom, if you were to guess. I vote everything but the human kingdom. Not because I want to, don't want to put axe in faces. It's just a racist. Well, luckily, you're not traveling with any Nico Jin. Or orcs. Or, right. Well, yeah. Well, orcs right. aren't enslaved. Well, I mean. Right. Sure. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't look like a Kitson anymore. I don't look like anything else anymore. <laughs> oh, sweetie. That's not a good secondary thing that you look like. I know. Shh. <laughs> it's okay. I hug her. <laughs> Hey, hey, Cassie. Yes. I don't know if this is like a question I should ask, like here or like privately, but like, are Asimars like enslaved? Because so, there's probably not a lot like. So me. the thing with them is, it's not that they keep their race a secret. It's just you guys are a little bit more easier able to blend in amongst humans and elves. Um, so. You're, you guys are kind of seen as like one of the other main races. There's not very many of your kind throughout Arius, but they're not enslaved, at least not to your knowledge. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm surprised I haven't asked that question before. That's that was... totally fine. <laughs> All right. Well, so have you guys made a decision? Yeah, to the northern coast. Yeah, sounds like we're going coast. to the dwarf place. All right. To the brown wizard. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, maybe. I don't like the maybe. I don't like the. <laughs> All right. <maybe. laughs> so, so Nim uh, dials up the the location you chose and and locks it in, and and as he does so, uh, you you can kind of hear some some scurrying uh, behind you as as. Most of the, the kobold minions kind of gather around and start waving uh, goodbye, and there's like a little uh, kobold with loot playing you out. <laughs> Fantastic. Bye-bye! You guys are great! Thank you for helping us! See ya. Why we have so many fans? <laughs> yep. They all like gather around as quickly as I can, chittering and like you have no idea what they're saying, but it you're guessing that they're probably wishing you all well also. Wishing um, you guys to hug all of them. 
<laughs> they all wait their turns to get a hug. <laughs> Hell yeah. Roshane just crowd surfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? She is You're all beautiful to me. <laughs> and I shall stay my blade to any kobold next time I meet one. They all give you like a excited like cheer. <laughs> and and before they go, Roshin gives one last big hug to Nim. And he and he gives her a hug back. Thank you for saving us, Mr. Nim. Oh, not a problem at all. And thank you for the gift. Hug Nim too. I promise I'll use mine to do the best I can. I I hope it keeps you safe in your in your next adventures. Thank you. Any other last-minute goodbyes or things you want to get in before you head out? May Foltis watch over all of you. A few kobolds pull out their candles and, like, <laughs> say something back, and you're guessing they're saying the same thing. <laughs> uh, I made a difference here. <laughs> I turn around. <laughs> Excellent. Alrighty. So are we stepping through? Yep. Yep. All right. And with that, you guys step Shnim, through. Nim, I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> Beam us up, Cassie. <laughs> we enter All the Stargate. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. <laughs> you guys uh, bid your farewell to Nim the Mad and his kobold minions and step through the gate and everything has that like really odd disorienting time shift feeling as the same as it was when you were going through the sandstorm for a moment everything kind of blurs and and warps around you for a moment and then the next thing your senses uh feel is like the spray of the ocean coming off this rocky coast that you find yourself standing on and it is cold the wind is whipping hard around you all it probably it feels like it's at least 20 degrees right now so it is hella cold manny is not okay <laughs> manny is not okay uh <laughs> that's gonna be rough buddy but yeah, the the five of you find yourself standing on this very rocky outcropping. Uh, you're about 150, 100 feet away from like the actual ocean and the beach itself. If you were to look west, you would spot this city sitting on this rocky precipice, this ledge that overlooks the ocean. And at its pinnacle is this rising castle and keep and a city that spreads below it. And the waves are like crashing along the beach and the rocks of this cliff face and everything. And you guys have arrived at your newest location. And real quick, we are going to thank Toast for everything hey. for appearing here uh it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure man i 100 have enjoyed working with you on this Ple pleasure is all mine it's been far too long since i've actually played a game so well, this I'm, has been fun. I'm glad i'm glad you had fun and thank you so much for the items that you created uh for the cool. kobolds uh thank you to the community for submitting your questions and 
I hope you guys enjoyed being a part of the adventure for the Nim the Mad bit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Much love to the Thank community. you so much, man. And give all you Much little kobolds and bats. Where can our listeners find all your stuff? Um, on the DMs Guild. I, I uh, publish all my content on the DMs Guild. So you, you can search for NIMS, N-I-M apostrophe S, and you'll find pretty much all the books that I've made. Um, or you can search for... Uh, my real name, Daniel North. Uh, North is spelt with two N's uh, as, the, as the author of the, the books. Um, I'm on Twitter as at ToastHater. <laughs> and then I'm on, uh, uh, I've got a Patreon that is, uh, it's called uh, North Brew. So uh, my last name, N-N-O-R-T-H-B-R-E-W, all one word. And he's definitely awesome to go and check out, guys. As a DM, it is an absolute blast to incorporate his stuff into this campaign. So we're so we've been so lucky to have you since like season two, just like in the background pit throwing stuff at at me whenever I ask for it. it it's been a lot of fun doing these collaborations, and I, yeah. I can't wait to do more. Well, we look forward to having the Ram Pack and, I don't know, maybe the Rapscallions run into Nim again. Yeah. Oh, again. if I could get a Nim gun, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nim gun. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play podcast. I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger, a retired costume designer with as much sass as she has exes. The murder rate is on the rise. Something dark is just below the surface, and a group of rambunctious retirees on this cozy island are the only ones who have noticed. I'm Mary Stuck. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan. She just wants to spread the love of knitting and solve crime with her friends. Based on the tabletop role-playing game Brindlewood Bay, written by Jason Cordova, Roll to Metal is an occasionally ridiculous murder mystery that mixes true crime, murder she wrote, and a growing supernatural conspiracy. I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I'll be playing Birdie. She's a music lover, a former groupie, and she is the town menace. Produced by ActualStoryPodcasting.com, Roll to Metal launches on September 1st. Follow and subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and get ready to meddle. Hey, Fern. Um, surprise, it's another murder. Hi there, I'm Calvin Piper, and this is the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. Hi there, I'm Lucius Kane, and I don't know what unprofessional means. Excuse me, how can you call us unprofessional? Uh, Lucius, Ohiana, what are you guys doing here? Uh, where else would we be? Yeah, good point. Uh, could you keep it down, though? I'm recording a trailer real quick. Uh, each Monday... You can join the adventures as seven friends laugh, play, and tell the line of copyright infringement in the fantasy world of Tawun Mall, a land divided between magic and man. Hold on, uh, are we just going to exclude lizards from that? Uh, no, Glyph, yes, and lizards. And robotic sidekicks that were once lizards? That's oddly specific, but sure. 
Now, before we go on, let me address the elephant dragon in the room. We are but one of many D&D podcasts in the world. What makes ours different? Yeah, especially since there are so many others. Yes, thank you, Zeph. Yeah, other ones that are probably, like, way better than this one. Yes, thank you, No Zeph. problem. Look, all I can say is we love D&D, and we love the fun it brings to sometimes a world that's not so fun. And we wanted to share that crazy, weird, and sometimes hilarious story with you. We'd love for you to join us. So follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows, and listen to D&D the way it was meant to be endured. Okay, now, everyone on the bus. All right. Oh, yeah. He's got to have a window seat, or he's going to get sick. Hold on, did we grab the lion? Hey, uh, Zeph. What's, yeah. what's a podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, Tabini, a uh, podcast is when, when a group of people love each other. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander, here to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers, and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out and look at all their great products. Get your dice catapult today. Let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support to the show. I want to give a special thank you to Not That Chris Brown, who took a punch from a silverback gorilla and broke all of its fingers. I'm Fantastic, who doesn't wear steel-toed boots because he already has steel toes. Kyle, who can crack a single egg between his biceps, both of them. And Toby Scott, who eats bronze and shits copper. Your support helps us continue to make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun for each of you. So keep it coming. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, including early episode releases and our bonus campaign, The Repscallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, partyadvantagepod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. So with that, uh, we'll bid farewell to Nim and continue with the party. As you guys are standing and looking out onto this new location, um, Tagoro, you're still like, what, barely dressed, right? 
You're still sporting like Oh, that. yeah. Um, can I just pick up uh, Roisin and kind of, like, bear hug around her waist <laughs> and kind of get my arms under the jacket? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're going to have to talk to her about that. That's personal space issues. Roisin. Roisin. And he's already there, tiny. Consent. <laughs> I need it. Consent. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to say when they arrive, Roisin, like, shivers and, and hugs her clo cloak tighter to herself. She is very quickly feel... very grateful for the cloak. The and then you feel us around it, too. <laughs> Everyone, that's a girl and Manny are just like, hey, Roisin. <laughs> Ah, uh, great. It's too bad you shaved Ramathorn down and left him behind, huh? <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Yeah, Roisin... him and stay? Roisin, like, tugs the cloak tighter to herself, but then when she sees that her, her friends are cold, she tries to offer them some, even if it means she gets a little more cold. How are the uh, men in steel doing over there in this? Oh my Fine. god, I'm so cold. <laughs> Farron's uh, accustomed to the cold being from a uh, northern area already. That's fair. That's fair. And also, doesn't your... No, you didn't take the armor. That's right. You only kept the sword. I was going to say the... Correct. That... I wanted oh. both, but somebody <laughs> said I couldn't. Oh, that's right. Damn, sucks to be you, bruh. Anyway, so... <laughs> so we're only cold, anyway. but I'm not, I'm not suffering. <laughs> I mean, she's... I feel like she's still probably pretty cold because she is dead. Fair. But less cold than normal, which is good. Less cold than she <laughs> would be without the cloak. Right. Cold embrace of death is uh, hard to evade. It is hard to evade, but the cloak makes it better. So it looks like you guys have kind of a bit of a walk to reach the city, and it looks like dusk is settling in, so you have two options. You can try to walk the rest of the way, um, to the city. It's probably maybe five or ten miles of a walk from where you're at. Or you could try and make a camp. Uh, no, we need to get to town. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or you can try to make camp and walk tomorrow. I mean... Well, if we start walking now, our bodies will warm up. Yeah, However, exactly. if we try to make camp here, it's going to be a miserable fucking night because I don't see any shelter. No, there, it's like all open, rocky coast. Yeah, it, especially since we're on the fucking coastline, the wind is going to kick the fuck up during the night. Yeah, yes. let's get out. Let's get out of here. Let's head to the town. <laughs> Bundle up. I like to think. Huddle up and then I can get into the town and we can buy some warm clothes. Manny, can I pick you up? Yes, hold me. I pick him up, I cradle him, and I just start running. Oh, that's so warm. <laughs> I have to make my boots of haste, and I just start running. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's oh, like I a like dumb and dumb moment. I need a pee. Go ahead, man. Just go ahead, man. <laughs> just go ahead, man. Mr. Goro, Mr. Me. Oh, they're gone. I like to think... Yep. I like to think Garrus is just like, oh, you guys are a bunch of babies, as he's like shaking, and every move it's they make is like... <laughs> Harris, personal question. How much do you weigh? 300-something pounds. Jesus Christ, why? Harris, <laughs> it's all a muscle heavy. under here. And it's all full plate. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Um, I love it. How heavy it's do you weigh? It's all muscle under here. Farron's probably a good 240. Oh uh, Alright, Garrus attempts to, like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> help each other out. Come on, guys. 
Okay, so my original plan was to carry Roisin to keep up with uh, fucking Greenskin over there, goddamn Tagoro. I can summon a Pegasus. <laughs> I could. I could. Can I could summon Stardust. Stardust is. I just got here. <laughs> um, DM. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, do you think Stardust could lift me, Farron, and Roisin? <laughs> One second. Roisin is the least of your worries, honestly. He probably weighs about like fucking forty pounds. So He's literally up. skin and bone. <laughs> I, I just I was, thought I can I was take only asking. with me and Manny. True. She can just like hang around my back like a cape. You're already gone, bro. Yeah, you took off. <laughs> you took off. Yeah, I forgot, and I have boots of haste at double. So since I have forty movement speed, well, I also do. So it's, that's not a big problem. We. Oh, let's see. So I really can't. I'm, I'm looking at Pegasus stats. I really don't see anything about how much weight they can carry. I assume it would be like any other horse. Yeah. A horse can theoretically carry up to 400 pounds. So. That's kind of close. He's going to weigh 380? <laughs> 300 pounds. I mean, he weighs about, like, he weighs like a solid 200 by okay, himself. In I have boots plate. of haste. Farron can keep pace with Tagoro and Manny. You take Roisin on I... Stardust. There we go. We're good. Let's go. Poggers. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, okay. exactly. There you go. Speed of thirty feet, and she don't have yeah. the special boots. Me and Farron are reenacting Twilight, running yeah. next to each other, looking. Oh yeah. Oh, no longer want to run with Tagore. <laughs> Too bad. I also can I just say I love the image of like Tagoro rushing off, and then just this like ultra heavily armored man just. Funking along <laughs> behind him, like catching The watcher, the guard watchers on the city wall are just gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Tagoro runs past, and then we run into a store. I throw down a hundred gold. I'm like, "Warm clothes, boogers and snot, just on." Like, oh God, you're gonna be flying you know? in those high cold winds. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Your All face right. is gonna be fucking frozen, brother. I I summon Stardust. So you I'm summon like... Stardust, and Farron, you see this like magnificent Pegasus just appear in a, in a starry mist. Can you make two of those? Uh, I I wish, man. Sorry. <sighs> All right, I just take Roshin. I'll go catch what? up with Tagoro. Goro, as you and Manny are running. You soon hear the sound of head of just metal clanking loudly behind you, and then the next thing you know, you look over and there's the general right there jogging alongside you. Hey! You didn't have to do this. You walked. It's cold. Your nipples are freezing, Tagoro. Oh God! Oh, so hard. Just stabbing Manny. <laughs> By now, Manny's like frozen onto your your body. My nipples. 
Oh god. Well, there's the new promo for our podcast. My nipples! <laughs> I cast I cast haste on Stardust, so right. we get there extra fast. Hog. So Mini, or so Garrus and Roshin, you guys climb up on Stardust and head off, and you guys make the the run. How you do to the city, and as you reach the city, it is like I said. I think it was dusk when you first arrived, so. You guys get there pretty quickly. You see torches are starting to be lit along the the main gates and city wall. And uh, you come to the main gate as you see like the last bit of travelers are being checked through by the, the dwarven guards. You have to come to a stop as there is a group ahead of you. <laughs> and yeah, you guys all meet up in your sorry state. <laughs> Manny's like frozen onto Tagoro's chest. Roisin is just like sitting on Stardust and just like as buried in her cloak as she can. You just see like her her little fox mask and her little black eye is just peeking out from a little lump. Garrus is literally a statue right now. Frozen atop Stardust. Farron, you've got like (laughs) frost already on your armor from running. (laughs) I imagine he's like steaming because yeah. it well, got yeah, that's hot true. underneath Funny. that armor. That's true. But <laughs> also say, uh, one of the things about my cloak is that the air around me is always unnaturally warm, even in colder environments. So Garrus would actually oh, so be Garrus, pretty warm. Fine, you, Garrus and, oh. and Roshin are totally fine. Yeah, oh, I just say that. I just say that Roshin is still cold because she's dead. <laughs> you want to know what sucks? Huh? Um. Baron's sword makes it unnaturally cold around him. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So you're like freezing. He's he was okay. He's not okay now. Oh, no. <laughs> he is rattling. So Manny, like, Tagoro, and the general are not in a good okay. state. Tagoro has like the he's soaked from running like. Sweating, oh, but oh, like, no, and now that he's stopping, it's gonna well, start I feel like it's really cold. Manny because Manny hasn't been moving, so he's just been up against the wetness, and now oh, he's like froze boy. to it. Oh boy, you're gonna have to peel that poor man off. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep running in place to keep the heat up. So, the groups the group ahead of you seems to be like a large caravan, and it looks like. Wa- the wagon is be- the wagons are being checked as you guys meet up behind this group. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, the group is let through the city gates, and we come to you guys. And the dwarven guards look at you, Motley Five. <laughs> um, Aaron probably quite literally has icicles forming on his armor. The dwarves, uh, one steps forward. He's got like dark, long, black beard with, like, salt and pepper uh, strands here and there. An intricate braid down the front of his beard and, like, these dark cold eyes. And he looks up at the lot of you. Oi, what brings you to your brain? <laughs> well, um, we're here to see someone important and maybe get some warm clothes. 
<laughs> He's like shivering. Nine. Well, as fast as possible, please. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, we have a number of taverns and inns that you're welcome to stay at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gives the name the salty maiden is a tavern that you can make your way into again like he asks if you have any imports or exports anything that you trade that you're here to declare warm clothes we need warm clothes <laughs> we'll trade gold for warm <laughs> Kind of eyes like Manny and Tagoro, and just like, why the fuck? <laughs> You're definitely not dressed for this weather. Uh, I'm not quite sure if any shops are going to be staying open much longer as far as finding more appropriate attire. Oh, fuck, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> right, just go, please. Deal with his ass. I just go. I need to find clothes, and Manny's my wallet. <laughs> Right? I mean, if, you, if we get, like, an inn, we'll be warm in the inn. I don't care. I go find the inn. You guys can deal, answer his questions. Oh, my God. I head for either the first closing district or the salty maiden I find. I say that, too. Clothing or salty maiden, I'll see you there. <laughs> I'm so, so barren. Garrus and Roisin get left behind to deal with this guard while... The 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 couple of guards look like they're gonna about to take off with Tagoro, but then the head guard kind of waves them off. I think he's an idiot. Um, Arrest him at your earliest convenience. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, what? what? No, 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 Mr. Farron. No, he's a good idiot. All right, as long as you're not here and cause any trouble and follow the laws. Huh. <laughs> then you won't um, have any problems here. Does does the the fox mask cause any glances at all? Um, a couple of them just like a minute point like, and give like oh, a no. curious glance, but like that's not a real fox. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they they don't take you as like yeah, a no. real fox. Um, but a, a couple kind of whisper behind the guard and point at your mask and kind of give it a curious look, but no no one's gonna, like, stop you or anything because you're wearing it. It's just more of like, hmm, that's odd. What the fuck is that? Oh, and I, I said the city was Uprain. I've got my names mixed up. The kingdom is Uprain. The city he tells you that you've arrived at is Kern Boldar. I'll type that here. Ooh, that's a place of interest. Kern Boldar? Boldar. Boldar. That's where the that's where the brown wizard is. Yep. Yeah. You were right. right. Corn boulder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with with your guys' business pretty much done with these city guards, they they let you in and everything, and your guys try to quickly catch up with Tagoro and Manny wherever they ended up. And man and guys, I'll say you come, you spot the tavern first as you dash into town. It's right there with a, a sign hanging over the door, and it's got like this very buxom mermaid with salt spray splashing on her, and it's called the Salty Maiden. 
Oh, I just run in and I go straight to where the fireplace is. <laughs> like, Manny's move, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna pee have to. When Roisin sees the sign, she like tilts her head and she looks at Garrus. She's like, Mr. Garrus, why isn't she wearing a shirt? Um. Yeah, Farron is going to leave Garrus for that question. <laughs> <laughs> you figure this one out, then. Made in front of the fire. Oh, mama. Art is depicted in many ways, and. Uh, the female body is considered art as many pe uh, to many people, so that's why, Roisin. A, uh, a passing dwarf kind of pushes his way past you two as you're standing outside looking up at the sign, and he hears your comment, and he chuckles. He goes, no, nah, she's got tits, lad. <laughs> no art about it. Just big, juicy tits. And then he chuckles you know, inside. <laughs> I mean, at least the guy's honest. He's on moon dust, Roisin. Don't, don't <laughs> mind him. Is that what tits Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. It's always you. It's always you. <laughs> Did I do something wrong, Mr. Garris? No. Just the people around you, Roisin. Oh, okay. You should... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you get to see the dark side. A lot. It's okay, I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. It can't really get much worse than that. I really wish like someone's just walking by when she says that and they're like, what's up, what's up? <laughs> It's okay, I'm dead. I'm sorry you have to see dark shit. It's okay, I'm dead. <laughs> just I mean, this little girl's voice. The person walked by, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind her. She's just a kid. Oh, they're funny when they're young. Uh, let's get in here, Roisin. Okay. With that, the two of you head inside to join the rest of your companions, and that is where we will end uh, that session. for joining us for the Aries Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then. <laughs>